When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. And welcome back to The Alter Tapes. This is a weekly podcast that considers a new alter short each week. And of course, we have rotating co-hosts. So I am Joe Lipset, and I am joined this week by Jazz Crawley. Hey, y'all. I am Jazz from Girl That's Scary. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Not just... I've, I've gotten the pleasure of interacting with you and Kat numerous times, but I feel like I don't ever get either of you just to myself. So I was like, oh my God, I just get to have a conversation with Jazz tonight. How fun is that? Yes. Yes. And I want to update you that I saw the Diabolique remake. Um, I paid money for it. Worth uh-huh. every penny. Worth, and I watched uh-huh. Bound also. Oh, yes. <laughs> Listen, I was like, okay, this is really hot. Hmm. Yes. This is really hot. I like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch that again. <laughs> yeah, folks, if you have no idea what we're talking about, I had Jazz and Cat on Horror Queers with Trace Thurman, and we talked about Les Diaboliques, the French film, and it's a really good time. But uh, we are not talking about a French film. We are talking about what I think is a secretly Canadian short jazz, but we are talking about Cookie, which is a 2016 short written and directed by Justin Harding. And this is about Brie, who is a very entitled little girl played by Ava Jamison. And she is a dishonest nine-year-old who receives a terrifying visitor after a parenting lesson goes horribly wrong. And it's ironic because I suggested this and asked if you wanted to come on and talk with me about it. And then I saw you had watched this, I'm guessing, at least a couple of times on Letterboxd. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like the first time we covered like horror shorts, this was one of the ones that I saw. And I was like, wow, that's how I found Alter in the first place. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. I watched that. Of course, other side of the box and a few other things. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's a whole channel dedicated to this for free. Yes. Listen, that's why I'm constantly surprised that more people are not kind of on this wavelength. Like, I've had conversations with other folks about, you know, oh, well, I don't really like shorts all that much. I prefer features. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to get into shorts because this is where really interesting action is happening. And that's one of the things I like about alters. If one of the barriers for getting into shorts is the fact that they're sometimes low budget or independent, like a lot of these alter shorts look like a million dollars. They look expensive. They look better than some features I've seen. Mm -hmm. And it's really the effects, sometimes the gore, the sound effects. I found an ASMR horror short called Snake Eyes on Alter also. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're incorporating all kinds of things. I just, and I'm a fan of shorts because my attention span sometimes, or I'm someone who... (laughs) I've seen so many movies, especially like on Shutter, and I'll just be scrolling for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I've wasted like three short movies that right. I could have watched. And I'm just sitting here, don't know what to watch on Shutter. I could just go to Alter and watch like six movies right now. And mm-hmm. you don't have to dedicate 90 minutes or more to a movie that you may or may not like. Uh, so exactly. you hate it, it's six minutes, whatever. <laughs> yeah, in this case, it's 12 minutes. And okay, so I'm intrigued. What did you think about this short the first time you saw it? Do you remember? Yes. Uh, The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, you know, parenting. Mm. (laughs) I just immediately (laughs) went into, you could have done something else parent wise. Because I think the first time I saw this, I had just started working at middle school, but I was not far removed and still not far removed from teaching very small children. I used to teach three-year-olds. I miss that job so much. I miss tiny children. They're so cute and fun. But, (laughs) you know, I'm used to setting boundaries or kids throwing tantrums and doing things when they don't get their way. And I'm used to that. And I know how to respond to it. And sometimes parents, like, want to make a power play. And I'm like, they're nine. Why are you making a power play with Mm -hmm. a nine-year-old? You own the house. You pay the bills. You could control all the food that comes into the house why are you doing this <laughs> mm-hmm. you are the caregiver but also you are the person who is going to set up boundaries and rules that will guide this child's behavior and turn them either into a respectable citizen or in the case of someone like brie here uh a junior sociopath yes an agent of chaos that's what brie is <laughs> I, now okay Part of me, because I like kids and I can see what's good about them and what's not so great. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's dishonest. That's not great. Um, and she like, it's a little spitfire too. She's like, well, I'm yes. like, okay, girl. But also she's brave too. So I'm like, you know, hmm. there's things that I, you know, I might not be favorable, but there are things that behaviors that you could support. That kid, I'm sure we can go into spoilers right now. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. That kid literally left the house in the middle of the night. Right. A, it was a jar. It was smashed. Like, I thought about it. This is one thought I had when I first saw it. I thought about what house would she be placed in 
in Hogwarts. And I was like, <laughs> she seems Gryffindor because like, wow, you just really bucked on your mom. You went outside, you mm. bust this thing up. Then she asked you about it and you looked her in her face and said, no, nah, I just didn't do lied. that. lied. Full up lied. Yep. I was like, wow. But then part of me is like, are you slithering? Because you be lying and slinking around mm. trying to get what you want. It's like both of them. But I was like, yes. I always think about those char- like characters when they're interesting. What house mm-hmm. would they be in in Hogwarts? I mean, fuck the uh, author, but the houses (laughs) the houses though Uh, i'm like all right where would you be and i'm like i do like that she's brave and she takes up for herself those are meritable things but girl you gotta stop lying all the time also Mm -hmm. you're not smarter than all the adults in here we can see you well uh, i mean i have issues with the parents in this short and actually it's one of the things i really like about what justin harding is doing on the surface level this is a story about a girl who maybe learns her lesson about lying about eating cookies but under the surface i was like what the fuck is going on in this house with the way the adults are treating this child because yeah you know i made a joke she's a bit of a junior burgeoning sociopath but at the same time this mother is playing with kids gloves you know she she thinks that she's being so clever with the passive aggressive cookie jar but also this babysitter she's doing what in the kitchen as this girl is just going back to the cookie jar as many times as she wants like there is no adult in this house and i'm fascinated by it i okay i'm fascinated but also this is a lot of times especially when you think about how people watch children and Mm-hmm. I've worked a lot of people think that they can be in proximity to children and that's watching them and right. that's not it you can your eyeballs need to be on the children you need to be listening with your eyes and your ears mm-hmm. you can't like be in the next room because they're doing whatever is in there like I think of right. that TikTok it's a TikTok where the kids have been quiet and they're in the bathroom just squirting shit in the sink and pouring whatever <laughs> and okay I was a kid who did that because right. no one was coming I wasn't really messing too many things up and I would clean up but I was just like pouring shit down the sink, astringent, because I, I didn't know what it was. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, woo. But no one was colors. watching me. <laughs> yes, no one was watching me. Like they're in the other room and I'm not making no noise. I'm not breaking mm-hmm. anything. So they're assuming that I'm being watched and guided. And that's not the case. You are not guiding me because I am pouring all kinds of chemicals. I could have literally made some fucking chlorine gas in here mm-hmm. and no one, no one is in here watching me now. Luckily, I did not mix ammonia and bleach. I just felt like those oh, were too big of chemicals to put in. I was like, mm, I'm not going to open those. Those smell <laughs> a little too strong. But this Too Faced, I, I, can, I can fuck with this. And that's how you managed to survive to become the adult you are today. Could have killed us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and you can tell from the way that this babysitter in the short is reacting. You know, she has put the child onto the couch. She's watching an old black and white movie and the child seems to be enraptured by it. So sure, what's the problem? But I mean, okay, let's forget the babysitter. Let's forgive this. This is not your child. You're being paid what appears to be 20 Canadian dollars for watching this child. Okay. The mom comes home and goes, how many cookies have you had? And of course, Brie lies to her. And then she says, oh, there's like way more cookie crumbs here than that. And then she proceeds to swap out the cookie jar instead of saying like, okay, we're going to talk about how many cookies is appropriate or why your tummy's gonna hurt later or i don't know maybe move the fucking cookie jar so that it's not the only thing in this entire empty kitchen like bitch if you didn't want her to eat those cookies maybe don't leave the jar where she can reach it literally 
literally there's so many options one the babysitter young girl of course teenagers and i've worked with teenagers like over the summer where they come and Mm -hmm. watch kids they think that's watching kids too because that's a problem with their parents they're just here and they expect children to just do the right thing and that's not how that works and she's doing her homework she's a student herself and that's mm-hmm. how i clocked I'm like is this a canadian film because i saw the money and i was like yep. i have a few of those monies because <laughs> when i go there i always keep a few dollars because it's just like oh this money's cool you can't even rip it like american dollars it's candy colored too it comes in so many different colors it's so much fun in her loonies and toonies. I'm just sorry. I'm obsessed. But I do have a little bit of Canadian money and I always keep nice. a little bit when I go to Toronto and come back for Carnival. Well, but, well, we ain't Carabana. I ain't, you know, mm. I'm not going this year. But no. <laughs> um, yeah, I just the babysitter, I'm not faulting because it is up to the parent to set expectations. Mm. As a teacher, mm-hmm. the first thing you do is it's not even always rules because I'm not a rule person. There are a few hard okay. rules, but it's guidelines and expectations. Uh-huh. I expect you guys to do this. And usually my expectations are posted somewhere. So parents, I know a lot of parents do not do this in their homes. Right. Because it's their home. They don't want it to look like a classroom. But once you mm. have kids in here, baby, you might as well get it together. She's nine. She can read. Put them expectations mm-hmm. up there. And once the first time that she violates the, like, hey, you have freedom, you can have this many cookies. Mm-hmm. And she goes in there and takes more. You know she ate more. One, explain your stomach's going to hurt. One. Two, sugar. Cavities. Your teeth. Ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Three, your skin sugar again and then you might not be able to sleep well because you had all this sugar and you might not be able to eat so we're going to give the realistic consequences Mm -hmm. of this first and you give them a chance like all right give them a chance but then all you had to really do was pack her snack you're gone she don't need a whole jar of cookies i've never had a cookie jar in my home like until i was an adult why don't you put one cookie in a sandwich bag this is your cookie baby there we go <laughs> yeah, it, it's so bizarre to me because it feels like there's a couple of very obvious ways of dealing with this. And I mean, I will confess, as someone who does not have children and who doesn't engage with children on the regular, one of the things that I have learned is that there's a lot of different parenting styles, but nobody wants to you to talk to them about how they could or should be doing it better which is actually one of the reasons why i wanted to have this conversation with you because i knew you were going to bring it up in a way more diplomatic and like sensible fashion because from my perspective i watched the short and i'm just like what is this bitch mother doing why is she not treating her child like a fucking parent should I okay, so I'm saying the same things, but the solution. <laughs> no, 100 you are, but like you're so much more diplomatic and concise. But that's because I have to talk to actual parents about things that they're doing. Like I'm like, you know, because kids are gonna try to get over. That's they're supposed to push boundaries, and I feel like people mm-hmm. don't understand that. You set rules, and you think kids are gonna just follow them. That is right. not the nature of children. No. They you set rules, and they're gonna teeter the line and see how far they can go. If you don't enforce consequences, they're gonna break the rules because they know mm-hmm. that you're playing. You mm-hmm. know, they're gonna. That's why she was like, "You didn't count those cookies." I was like, "You must have told her this before, and yeah. you ain't do nothing about it." For her to be bold enough to say that to her mama, also, I was triggered because if I would have said that to my mama, she would have been like are you calling me a liar? And then I would have been knocked into next week and I just would have had to see her seven days later. <laughs> I don't really, you know, I, again, that's abuse. You shouldn't be just punching and hitting kids for yeah, doing we're not, things. we're not condoning child violence. Although I, I did definitely want to see some harm come to this child in the short, but um, 
no, I, I felt the same thing. Because if I had to talk back to my mother with this tone, it would have been, oh, well, guess what? Now you're not getting any cookies for the foreseeable future. These are now my cookies. I will be eating them when I choose and you will be getting nothing. Listen, my mom would have ate them cookies in front of my face. <laughs> she was like, and hey, you ain't getting not damn no more cookies in this goddamn house. I ain't buying their cookie. But again, <laughs> all they had to do was, you know, they're children. They don't have yes. that much self-control. No. You know, give them one. And even adults don't have. We were mm-hmm. trying to make kids seem like they're grownups. And they are not. They don't have a lot of self-control. They don't know really how to fight their urges. Or they don't have as much willpower sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, give her one cookie. Or put a max of two cookies in there so she can't eat more than two mm-hmm. or put a code get one of the cookie jars with a damn code on it like instead of Ooh. buying a evil demon cookie jar <laughs> in your house because when the kid turned around and was like why did you bring this in the house i wasn't mad at her question that is a realistic and valid question it is because this cookie jar is i mean from a production point of view like from the art department chef's kiss this is perfect it is nightmare fuel in the world of the short, I'm like, what the fuck? Where did you get this? And what kind of a lesson are you trying to impart with this? Also, this is unnecessary fear. Yes. We don't need to create unnecessary fear, especially <laughs> around food. I don't like to right? do that because, you know, then kids learn like weird food habits or you don't mm-hmm. let them have it, scare them. And then they start, you know, binge eating like certain snacks because you just are depriving them. And mm-hmm. we don't have to do all that. You are trying to use fear. And I understand that a healthy amount of fear sometimes, not like physical harm sure. fear. Yeah. Like fear of I might get in trouble. I might mm-hmm. get grounded. I might lose, you know, certain rewards. That's a healthy fear. Mm-hmm. A fear of her literally taking her hand and putting it through her neck like the little, you know, that's it. <laughs> Bitch, if you open this cookie jar, you can get your ass beat by some kind of fucking monster. Yeah. Girl, what? Why? That's not a fear you want to create. That's like <laughs> when kids act up, you tell them the boogeyman's going to come get them. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you need to give them something that's like grounded. Because as soon as they don't believe in the boogeyman, Mm -hmm. that's it. You can't control them anymore. Just like hitting children. As soon as they're not afraid of you hitting them, you can no longer control them. You have to talk it out and make them see the reason Mm -hmm. of doing things. And also you can just, again, you control literally everything in the house. You didn't have to do a passive aggressive power play like that. You could have just said, well... I'm just not buying any cookies or "Mm, I'm just going to lock the cookies up in my room and I'm going to let the um, babysitter know that she should not be going upstairs for any reason. All of her things are downstairs. There's a bathroom down here. Her snacks are here. She don't need to go upstairs for nothing. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Everything in this short, to me, all of the issues and conflicts that arise, I'm like, well, this is on the mom. Like, this is her fault that all of the bad things in this short happen. Yes, especially with the kid leaving. Like, okay, now I grew up. (laughs) Yeah, I grew up. We couldn't afford like, you know, ADT or, you know, some kind of burglar system. I get Mm -hmm. that. But this is a nice ass house. Ma'am, you could afford a ring camera. There's no reason that child should be able to walk outside the house with no alarm, especially because I didn't Mm -hmm. see a dad. Not Mm -hmm. to say that the dad doesn't exist because we only spend a they spend that one day overnight and then it's like two weeks later. That's all we see. So you should have had something in place to where if somebody opens the door and that's not just a safety for her getting out, but what if someone comes into your house with just you and a small child, you need some more safety precautions, but maybe that lets me know she living in a fluent neighborhood because Mm -hmm. I girl, it would have been way too many locks and stuff for that kid to get out of that house. (laughs) scot free. 
Yeah, I mean, this this gives off gated community feel to me. And like the white privilege is very high that, yeah, this what nine year old girl can just uh, put on her ski jacket, put the cookie jar into a bag and then just walk down a deserted street and beat the shit out of it. Yes, although that was funny. Because oh, it's funny. As, yeah. As soon as it flashed to her just walking down the street, I'm like, yo, where the fuck are you going? I know. <laughs> like, go in the backyard. Why do you need to walk down the middle of the street to do this? She needed to make sure couldn't nobody see her. Mm-hmm. Okay. She already felt like her mom was watching her ass because she'd have counted the cookies. She's like, oh, they upped <laughs> the security in this joint. Gotta walk down the street so I could smash this goddamn cookie jar and throw it away. And then my thing is, you didn't think what your mom, your mom's gonna ask about that creepy uh-huh. ass thing. There's nothing else in the kitchen but the fucking cookie jar. She's gonna ask about it. <laughs> it's literally a statement piece because it looks like a demon head. <laughs> Obviously, she's gonna notice when it's not there. And it's just the two of you in this house. Literally. And that's why you should have had a ring camera. Because as soon as you've seen mm. her ass take it, it'll be like, I saw you. And don't ask questions you have to answer to. That's my thing. I saw you take this down here. Mm. I'm not going to say, did you? Because yeah. we already know your child a liar. Okay? Yeah. Some some children have, you know, and it's not just children. But people have their qualities. And some of them are not good. Some people lie. You know, and especially if it works when they're young, they'll lie and they realize mm-hmm. they can get out of things. Oh, sure. And then they'll use it or mm-hmm. people will blame others. That's deflection. They'll use that too. like whatever works hitting people. That's why some kids hit and bite early, because if they want a toy, they bite you and they get the toy because they bit you. They're yep. going to keep doing it because it's effective. Mm-hmm. So kids are always going to pick up something that's, you know, not quite great, even if it's whining or cr- just crying over everything, you know, if it works. She mm-hmm. lying must have worked for baby girl oh, and she yes. must have got out of the whole lot of situations by going it wasn't me just like shaggy and mm-hmm. <laughs> we know it was you don't ask her that you know she gonna lie to you you're wasting time i know that you left just like when she came in talking about how many cookies you ate i would have came in the first thing i would have did was count the cookies mm-hmm. off rip i'm gonna come in here i'm gonna count these cookies because i know you be eating a whole lot of cookies then i would have approached you and said i counted the cookies there were 14 in here there are only X three left or mm-hmm. what do you know, X amount left. Why did you eat that many? You're supposed to only have one. What's going on here, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love that there's a certain economy in this short because like you and I have been talking nearly twenty minutes now about all of these things, and it's so obvious that we can I hesitate to use the word psychologize because A, it's not a real word, but also B, we are not licensed <laughs> practitioners. And yet we can infer so much about the relationship between mother and daughter in these 12 short minutes. Like we immediately get a read on what type of mother this is, what this child has been able to get away with in the past, because all of this behavior is clearly been learned and has now been like internalized. Oh yeah, I can lie and get away with it. And mom is way too passive. She is not going to confront me on this. Basically, I rule this house. Yeah, and it doesn't help that, again, we don't know if there's a father there, but if it is a single mom and she has this babysitter, mom can only do but so much. Mom's at work. So she might be too tired to constantly check and really get in. Like, hey, did you do this? Hey, let me check this. Hey, let me check that. She's Mm kind of like, whatever, don't do this. She's kind of looking for the easier way out here. Like, fear is easy, especially because a lot of us, you know, have grown up with parents using fear 
to control. So she probably like, I'm going to just scare them then. I'm, you know, I'm at wit's end. I've asked you about these cookies because she must have put the cookies in there, realized she was eating them, then decided to start counting them or threatened mm-hmm. to count them, didn't count them, then started counting them and said, that's it. I'm getting a scary cookie jar, which I don't know why you made that leap. But, yeah, okay. like rather than have a conversation with my child, I'm going to go the scare route. And I mean, I don't know how much time it took her to find this. Maybe she pre-ordered it. Who knows? But just like, oh, yeah, she had to take some time to go and find a scary ass cookie jar that, as far as we can tell from the end of the short, is maybe also haunted. Yeah, I'm like, did you find this from a street peddler? Like, fucking Chucky? Like, where did you get this from? Like, did you go to, like, a shop and was like, my kid won't stop eating cookies? And somebody was like, I got just the thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got a curse for you. (laughs) Listen, why are you bringing a curse into your home? Mm -hmm. You get literally, removing the cookies would have been so much easier for you. Right? (laughs) Like, this bitch. And then, yeah, I, I guess the thing... One of the things I don't love about the short is actually this ending. I saw a couple of reviews from people and they said, you know, it's brief. It's to the point. There's a couple of really good moments. Like I love when Cookie ends up sort of sneaking up behind Brie. I find the movements of the uh, the actor very unnerving. But I will confess, I don't know how I feel about the end of it, which is that we're we're meant to believe the little girl has now been possessed by Cookie or she is is seeing him and her behavior has now changed. And I don't know. I think it works for a short film because a lot of shorts will leave you with a kind of Debbie Downer sort of cliffhanger, you know, ooh, where could this go sort of final beat. And it works in that regard, but I don't know about the messaging because like the mom's behavior has not changed. Yeah, it, it didn't, but... It reminds me of, and this is a movie I hadn't seen when I first saw this. Mm-hmm. I watched Uzumaki. Oh, okay. That's the spiral situation that, that people are obsessed with all these spirals and everything right. else is spirals. I wonder if it, this is a kind of curse where, you know, you've unleashed this curse. Now you're obsessed with this mm-hmm. cookie person. You're seeing them everywhere. You mm-hmm. turned all your fucking dolls, which I would have immediately called the psychologist in right. while she would have started painting all these fucking dolls all the dolls uh-huh. look like stinging shit hell no <laughs> it's time to go bruh like you yeah. we're, i'm taking you somewhere you are not okay this, anymore <laughs> we are not okay anymore you're talking about are you okay and she said yeah and she said okay or she goes mm-hmm. and then like when she first had that nightmare which was also terrifying because mm-hmm. instead of the scream her mouth was just open and she was just like yeah just terror stuck onto her face mm-hmm. i thought that was terrifying it's really good yeah yeah, that was good. Also, the running up behind was good because I thought something was going to be under that red sheet. I was like, because that's the cliche. You pull the sheet, something's under it. Mm-hmm. But no, she pulled the sheet and like you said, they came, the clown, cookie, the demon, whatever entity came mm-hmm. behind her. Just yes. real like moving like a very, like a fast forward Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my favorite part of this short. I find that, oh, just the red sheet by itself is so creepy because it's 100% one of those things I could see. Like if I opened a door to my bedroom and I just saw that, I would shit my pants. Yeah, I I would. My soul would probably just leave my body. (laughs) And there lies just, she died immediately. Immediately. I would have just started singing, take me to the king, as I generally do. (laughs) Um, Jesus, take me now. I'm not prepared for it sheet monsters if there's nothing under there it's bad if there's something under there it's worse yeah it's a lose-lose i would have just left the house 
Yeah. I just sort of left the house. The houses now belong to this red sheet. <laughs> I guess I don't live here anymore. Well. I don't. I'm just going <laughs> to hop on a Greyhound and skip town. Like, that's yeah. the kind of, mm-mm. Yeah, we're done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was, they had some good scares that way. Also, yeah. I noted, because I've seen this a few times, and I was like, when I was young, when I was nine, I was not watching black and white horror films. No. I thought they were, you know, but some kids are into that. Yes, it, it, that is true. I wanted to know what she was watching, and it was White Zombie. And oh, okay. I, when I saw it at first, I was like, this looks like White Zombie a little bit, mm-hmm. especially because of the what they're talking about is corpses. And I thought right. it was going to tie in. It doesn't tie in. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't tie in. But maybe it was free, because I would assume a lot of times they're watching Night of the Living Dead, yep. so it might be cheap or something that they could have used. And it was an interesting choice, because they used blackface in that movie. And I was Ooh. like, we didn't have to do this. We didn't have, because the North remembers me being the North. I always remember when I see blackface and I, the movie is burned into my brain every single time. And I was like, y'all, y'all chose White Zombie this time for a movie about cookies? All right. Yeah. We don't see any examples of that in the actual short though, right? No, no, not in the short. They don't even show that part of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then the time is weird because... I feel like they're using that same movie the whole time. I don't know if she has a yeah. tape in, but the mom comes home, that movie's on. She take a nap and wake up, the movie's still on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what time is it? Like, is, <laughs> well, how long is this on repeat? I think so. Yeah, that that's kind of how I read it. It's like maybe this is the one mom approved movie. <laughs> mom approves blackface, black and white horror from you know the 30s or 40s. <laughs> Also, if she's watching this kind of movie at nine, it might mean that she doesn't really, she's not really paying, well, I can't say that because I was definitely watching way worse shit at nine. Fair, um, yeah. But she probably was like, whatever, you could just, here, here, put you in front mm-hmm. of the screen, watch this. Um, you'll be all right. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, is she going to be all right? <laughs> yeah. This is why you need to vet the movies, parents. Even if you think it's a little too scary for the age, that can be okay. But yeah, vet for content. Just make sure you're comfortable with it. Yeah, listen, you might turn around and be titties on screen. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be like, wow, they are now having sex in the scene. Wait, what? What, <laughs> what do we do? Uh, but yeah, the, the, that was an interesting choice for a movie. It was interesting that she was watching this because, yes. I mean, the babysitter and the mom, no one said anything about it. This must be a thing that nope. she does, which, okay. But she's just pretty much allowed to do what she wants. And that's wild to me because, baby girl, you don't pay no rent here. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to figure out if it was kind of subtle commentary on the child being more mature for her age. Like, oh, she's still young, but she's watching this classic black and white film. And I thought, okay, that's an interesting piece because if you look at it that way, she's both mature for her age, but then she's also very young for her age because she thinks she can get away with lying over cookies it's like okay i mean that makes the character a little bit more complex which is a hard thing to do in just 12 minutes yeah and i also heard that actor i read on imdb that that little girl was just giving them in once giving them one take i was like okay girl really okay Okay. yeah and that was i hate the character and i think that that actress is doing such a great job because it's it's hard to be a little shit Listen, and I'm like, are you a real a little shit in real life? Do mm-hmm. you really talk to your mother like this? Because it seems like you might. <laughs> You're tapping into something primal here, and mm-hmm. it's very convincing. But even when she was looking for her mom in a dream, mom, I'm like, oh my god, so grating. <laughs> Who are you talking like, yes, to? Uh, I am never having children. No, thank you. 
yeah, I I think about it every now and again, but then I come home and it's quiet in here, and I say, yeah, no, yeah. I'm good. I have 13 nieces and nephews. I'm okay. Oh, God. Yeah, see, I, I look at the cookie jar, and I think, huh, 13 cookies for me, and I answer to no one. Listen, but see, when you pay rent, you can eat 13 cookies. It might yes. not be a good choice, because your stomach's definitely going to be doing choice. the Watusi. <laughs> but no one's um. here to punish you about it. <laughs> This is true. This is true. Okay, so so come back to this ending with me. What do you think about this? Do you like it? Do you read it as a possession? The ending, okay, I don't I did not read it as a possession at all. Okay. I thought it was just more like obsession like Uzumaki like more so mm-hmm. that she's obsessed in this creature entity is going to take over her life right. um maybe it might move into possession if it logs in like you know continues to be with her forever mm-hmm. and ever gets closer and closer right. maybe that more might influence her to do bad things or i don't know but it, she'd have painted all the dolls and she drawing the clowns and the babysitter don't want to come no more so i really wish I, it would have been okay to end it at the dream, honestly, mm-hmm. for me. If they would have just had her shaking and like, oh, no, that would have been great for me. Right. Yeah. I also kind of think that that might have been the stronger choice. I understand why this extra bit has been added on because it is a little creepy. It gives you just enough to imagine, oh, well, what would this look like as a feature? Or mm, if you could have expanded this out, you know, 10 minutes more, what would we do? And I like that about shorts, but also I do feel like creatively it might have been more satisfying to have ended at the dream, like, or even have it that she doesn't wake up. So it's like, we don't know if she's now in a coma, if she's been possessed, if she will wake up, and the mom is just like, I fucked up. That would have been a great ending because it would have had consequences for the parenting like directly. Like mm-hmm. you did this, you made this choice. Now and now, yeah, she's nine and yeah, she was doing she's being a little shit. Kids be little shit sometimes. But they're sure. kids. That's that's what they do. And now she's in a coma seeing this cookie clown entity because you mm-hmm. just couldn't take a few Oreos out the fucking house. Look at what you did. <laughs> it's on you, mom. <laughs> it's definitely on uh. her. I love it. Yeah. But honestly, like, I know I've said the words 12 minutes numerous times over this recording, but I enjoyed this for what it was. It's so easy and breezy. And yeah, these characters are really hateable. And I enjoyed watching them get their mild comeuppance and wonder what was next. Yeah, I definitely loved it. And I mean, of course, as a teacher educator, I'm like, well, there's so many strategies we could have, you know, (laughs) not done in this situation. It would have been great if you just would have, you know, actually fucking parented because parenting is a verb. (laughs) We have to do it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. This mom did not want to parent. And I get it. It's tiring. But also, you know, it's a kid. They're Mm -hmm. human. They're human all the time. They exist all the time they need guidance all the time uh Mm. but you know now you have a possibly possessed demon child situation in your home um i don't know really what you're gonna do about that because you're stuck with this kid yep (laughs) good luck you've got way bigger problems than cookies now yeah you got the (laughs) cookie okay and yeah he looks like an asshole he doesn't look very nice it's true yeah Ooh, great makeup that's that's my final observation i really like the visual look of this creature yes and he showed up in the film she was watching which shook Mm -hmm. me i was like wait a minute 
I love that moment. It was very Pennywise to me. Listen, definitely giving Pennywise, you turn a picture book and then you pop, you stop. It was mm-hmm. like, wait a fucking minute. Is yeah. that Pennywise? <laughs> okay, well, that is Cookie. That is this week's episode. Uh, Jazz, if people want to get a hold of you and talk about whether or not they saw the connections to, what was it, Uzumaki? Yeah, Uzumaki on... Um, Uzumaki. Okay, let me not mess up the author's name because I forgot. <laughs> but actually, Brother Ghoulish reads, he has like the whole set. And he's the one who's like, yeah, watch this. And it was pretty decent. Um, but okay. Uzumaki, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you got Prime, you can watch it. Okay, there you go. So yeah, if people want to talk about those connections with you, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can pull up on me at Girl That's Scary on Instagram and the Twitter machine. Um, that's usually where I am. <laughs> More so the Twitter machine because I am running that. But yeah, pull up on us there or grltspod at gmail.com. Nice. And if people want to get a hold of me, I am at B Stole My Remote, and that's the letter B. And Horror Queers, my other pod, comes out every Wednesday. And uh, this is the end of my two-week run, Jazz. So you're going to be back next week with someone new. But what short are you going to be watching if people want to do their homework? Yeah, if you would like to do your homework, pull up to the Alt channel and watch Pear. That's P-A-R-E. And check it out. I'll be covering it with Sheree. I can't wait to hear what you two are going to get up to. It's probably going to be all kinds of inappropriate. And I love it. Yes, I hope it's inappropriate. I like chaos. (laughs) All right. Well, yes, uh, folks, make sure that you're, you know, writing, subscribing, doing all the fun stuff. Uh, Watch some Ultra Shorts. And a quick thank you to the Anatomy of a Screen Pod Squad Network for hosting us. And we will see you next week for a new The Ultra Tapes. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.